What's up, everybody, and welcome to Inside the North Side. As you just heard, the Astros are in the World Series for the second time in three years and the third time in 15 years. I'm really, really excited about this. I get to see my favorite team in the World Series, which should have been back-to-back-to-back, but... You can only take take them as you get them, I guess. But yeah, I'm excited that we're in the World Series again. And we're playing the Nationals. Now, I'm going to fast forward a little bit. We're down two games. And those games just were horrible. Game one, we actually should have won game one. But everybody was, wasn't doing their part. Springer was just hopping around. If he would have ran, he could have got to third. And Jose Tuve with that um, pop-up that he did into right field or center field should have brought him in. And we could have been tied and we could have somehow won the game. But, no. So now we're down two games and we're going to Washington to play them in their home field. I'm a little nervous because I don't know if we can do it, but I have faith in my team. You know, it, it's 50-50 with me. you got to look at the pros and cons with that. I know we can do it. I know we can dig. And I know we can try to win these two games. Or hopefully these three games over there. And try to bring back the series to uh, to Houston. But the Astros got to be on their shit. They got to dig. And they got to focus. And they got to bring in their A game. Because from what we've seen, the Nationals are no joke. They're... They're up there. They're bringing their shit. They're on their A-plus game. And we need to be up there with them, too, because we're we're better than they are, to be honest. We've won 107 games, and come on. We're, we are the best team in baseball. We shouldn't be intimidated by this little fucking wildcard team that barely won by the skin of their teeth. Yeah, they beat the Dodgers. Okay. Yeah, they swept the Cardinals. Okay. But we're not the Cardinals and we're not the Dodgers. We're the motherfucking Houston Astros. And we can win. We are champions. So I'm excited for today. I'm going to be going to the watch party at Minimate Park um, to watch game three. And I really, really hope that the guys come up and show up because we need this. Everybody is already doubting the team. Everyone's saying, well, just wait till next year. That's not a true fan. I understand you're looking at the other side of it, but it's like, dude, we're in the World Series. We're down two games. It's okay. We can do this. Just have faith in the team. Positive vibes and positive thoughts. That's all we need to give to the Astros. Positive vibes, positive thoughts. Positive vibes, positive thoughts. That's all we got to do. All right, so... Today's episode is going to be a little different than the past two. Um, With some of these suggestions that I've gotten from fans and from friends of mine, they say that the show's a little too long, which, yeah, I can see it's a little too long. I, I understand nobody really wants to hear my voice for an hour, two hours. I get it. You know, you kind of want to just get to the point of the episode, which today I'm going to do. I get that I want to do something different, and I know I want to talk about different topics that I like, music, sports, comics, 
movies, stuff like that. But I understand I need to shorten it a little bit just to keep people's attention. You know, I understand there's some people that enjoy listening to podcasts for hour, two hours, three hours, four hours. But I need, like I said, I need to keep people's interest and keep them interested. So today I have four stories for y'all. And uh, they're stories of things that have happened to me, um, people that I've dealt with, and um, just something that actually happened to me that changed my life. So I'm excited to talk about that. But before I get into my stories, I want to talk about the next episode. So the next episode is going to be a Halloween spooky episode. And uh, my special guest will be Christopher Varela, which is my uh, my girlfriend's uncle. He does haunted tours around Houston, and he's also a part of the uh, historical committee of Houston. And um, he has so much info and so much knowledge about things that have happened here in Houston, um, local ghost stories, just really, really cool stuff. If you can... Check out next week's episode, which will actually come out on Halloween instead of Saturday. I will have it on Halloween Thursday. So go ahead and check it out and just tune in. We're going to be talking about rock and roll stories and theories and just shit like that. It's going to be really cool. So let's dive into the first story of today's episode. So I'm going to be talking about the first guitar I've ever got. I got my guitar, I guess around Christmas time, about 15, 16 years ago. I got it for Christmas. And um, my grandpa actually got it for me. Um, It was one of those cheap old guitars you see at Fiesta that are hanging, you know, probably like $20, $30. Anyways, he got me one. And I was like, wow, this is pretty cool. You know, nobody's ever gotten me a guitar before. So I know he was really, like, interested in seeing, like, if I actually would pick it up. So I did. (laughs) The first thing that I did is I I tried to tune it, which I had no knowledge of tuning. I broke the string, and I think I broke the E string. So I was just like, oh. Well, I learned on that. I guess just a little bit, but my parents ended up getting me like a a regular actual acoustic guitar, and um, I got lessons on that one, but I also kept the one that my grandpa gave me, because that's kind of like the, I guess the foundation, or the first step into me actually wanting to play guitar. I still have it somewhere, um... And um, I probably need to take it out and take a little bit more care of it because um, it's something that really means a lot to me. So, yeah, I need to do that. And, um, you know, I learned from this one guy that lived down the street in my neighborhood. He taught me like one lesson. And after that, we didn't go back to him. I think my dad was like worried because he was kind of like creepy or whatever. Anyways. I ended up getting lessons from this older gentleman 
who was also teaching one of my friends' brother. And, um, yeah, I learned from him. I got a couple lessons from him. It was pretty cool because it was in his recording studio. And his recording studio was off of Jensen and um, Tidwell, I think. If anybody's been down Jensen, they know, like, there's, like, this open space. And um, fun fact, it used to be a drive-in movie theater, um, like, about 20 years ago. I actually went one time. My, uh, my uncle took me. And, um, yeah, it's no longer there. It's like a dialysis center. Anyways, his studio was, like, in this little strip mall across the street. And you walk in and you look at these, like, these gold records. And I'm like, ah, oh, it's probably just, like, you know, memorabilia or whatever. I come to find out that he actually had taught country music star Clint Black. And he had recorded them there in his studio. So that was pretty cool that I'm learning from somebody who actually taught a country music legend. So I got a couple lessons from him. I got my basics, G, C, D, you know, regular chords that you learn when you're beginning. And I think I learned for about two months. And then he kind of told my dad, hey, just set him loose. So that's what I did. And at that time, one of the kids at my church that I was going to at the time, was learning guitar too, because for some reason, everybody at that time wanted to learn guitar. So I guess I was like a part of this group that everyone was learning. And it's funny because the church we used to go to, there was Hispanic people there, but our main, I guess, mother church, everybody was white. So everybody was learning like country music on their guitar. So everyone's trying to do the little twangy dangy, you know bullshit so um so I guess I was caught up in that thing too and it's funny because they were doing that and I was learning from a person who records and you know country music so at that time it was kind of difficult for me because the person who was also learning at church he had was more advanced than I was already so a lot of people liked him playing and nobody really paid attention to me. So I actually quit for like two hours until my mom was like, no, you're not going to quit. You know, why are you going to quit? Because what people aren't paying attention to you. So I was like, okay, you know what? I guess I'll stick at it. You know, if I get tired of it, you know, nobody really cares. Well, like 15 years later, I'm still playing. And, um, you know, it's it's been a real blessing me learning guitar and not quitting when I wanted to because it's taken me to so many places and it's helped me meet so many different people and it's it's crazy, you know, that learning one instrument can make you, um, you know, meet different people and see different things. It's it's crazy. But, um, yeah, if I wouldn't have learned guitar, I wouldn't have been in my first band. Sorry, I mean, wouldn't. My mouth gets a little jumbled sometimes, so please bear with me. So, uh, yeah, let me talk about the first band I actually was in. I was in another band before, um, side story. Um, this guy named Brandon wanted me for his band. It was him, 
another friend, his cousin, and somebody else, but he had quit before I got in there. So we played in like this little room, and we played, and we practiced, and they were like, all right, well, we're going to record. Well, the band ended up breaking up like two weeks later, so I was out of a, out of a band. So then, um, while I was in school, this one guy, which I'm going to tell his name because he's probably not even going to listen at all. His name is Troy. And um, if anybody went to Cy Ridge, everybody knows who Troy was. It's a big black dude, weird-looking hair. His hair was different colors, him and his girlfriend and shit like that. They were just fucking weird people. Anyways, so he had been asking me, hey, I want you to play in my band. I heard you play. I was like, yeah. He was like, okay, well, we practice here. We're doing a show here. At the time, I didn't have a car. I couldn't even drive. So I was like... I can't really join your band because you live far. I don't have any transportation. So I was like, I have to decline your offer. Anyway, so a few years later, when I was working at Target, they ended up showing up again. So I was like, hey, man, what's up? You know, how have you been? This and that. Well, he was like, hey, so do you still want to be in my band? And at the time, I had a car. I had a job. So I was like, yeah, sure. You know, I, I can be in your band. So he tells me the name of his band, which was Night Terror. Looking back at it now, it was a really, really fucking stupid name. And um, yeah, so yeah, I joined his group, went to his apartment. I cannot lie and say that his living arrangements were just sickening. I mean, the carpet was just torn up. It smelled like shit in there. It was just unorganized. And there was like six people living there, plus a baby and a dog. It was just sickening. But I couldn't do anything because like, I'm just here to join the band. I'm here to practice. So we practiced for like, three, four months, and then he's like, hey, we're going to do this, um, not talent show, but like um, open mic night at Fitzgerald's, and we're going to practice, and we're going to practice our songs, and we're going to get, you know, so we can at least try to get a show there, so I was like, okay, cool, so then, you know, we practice for like two more months, and um, the time comes for us to, you know, do this open mic night. And um, at the time, um, was it their drummer just was shitty. One of the uh, bass players, he was fucking weird. I don't know what his deal was, but <laughs> in school, they used to call him Gary the Snail because he kind of looked like a snail and um, never said it to his face. But I think I had like said it, it was like, hey, aren't you Gary the Snail? And he's like, what? And I was like, oh, nothing. And um, so, yeah, we go to Fitzgerald's, but there wasn't time to sign up yet. So we start roaming around um, around Fitzgerald's and we saw this one dude and he was not all there. Which is weird because, I mean, it's not weird. Don't I'm not saying it's weird, but it's like, what is this dude doing here? You know, is he like 
signing up for the open mic too, or is he just like one of those bums or people that just like hang around certain places? Anyways, so one of the girls was like, hey, why don't you hang out with us? And he was like, okay. I was like, oh shit, we just picked up a random person. And we, they did, they had a car, but somehow we all fitted in my car for some reason. But anyways, they were like, we're hungry. So we ended up going to Subway. Everyone orders their food, and what pissed me off is that they didn't have no fucking money. So they looked at me, and they were like, they're like, hey, so-and-so, give him the money. She gives me like $4, and I'm like, there's six of you that are ordering food, and you give me $4? Subway's not cheap, especially if you get a six cents. It's not really cheap. So I ended up paying for everyone's food. And I didn't have that much money on my card because I was getting paid at Target. And Target wasn't paying that much at the time. So that really pissed me off. And then this other guy was like, well, I'm hungry too. And I'm like, fuck, dude, really? I got to pay for you too? But he ended up paying for his food. Anyways, yeah, the guy was a little off. And I was like, I don't really think we should be hanging out with somebody like this because we don't really know them. So anyways, time goes by. It's time for us to go sign up. And we go upstairs. And if anybody has been to Fitzgerald's, which sadly it's not there anymore, but anybody who has been before in the past has been upstairs. And that's where all the big you know, bands play and shit like that. So we go and we set up and there was like bands, comedians, you know, it's open mic. So... You know, we, we ended up getting set up and everything, having our shit there. A couple friends of ours were there. And um, that crazy guy ended up signing up. So I'm like, okay, you know, what is he going to do? Talk about stupid shit? You know, is he a comedian? Anyways, so he ends up playing. And, like, the dude was fucking good. Like, it was like, you're not all there yet. You're all there when you're playing. And the way he sang, too, was just like, what the fuck? This dude that was fucking, like, talking about random shit, this is him? So I was blown away. I was like, what the fuck? After that, he disappeared. I don't know what happened to him. He's probably somewhere recording or somewhere eating off a plate in the middle of the freeway. I don't know where the hell he is. Anyway, so we play... And it just went horrible because I was in I was in standard tuning. I'm in my regular tune, you know. I, you know, I'm 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 ready to go. The lead singer slash lead guitarist, well, he was like, well, I came up with my own tuning, and I was like, what the fuck does that even mean? So I'm trying to tune with him, or I'm trying to play with him, and. It doesn't even fucking work. And I'm like, dude, it's been like this for how long? And he was like, don't worry, we can still play the song. It's just in a different tuning. And we tried, I guess, to like warm up. And for some reason, it fucking worked. And I was like, I don't know. It was some kind of witchcraft or something. You know, that was that was fucking weird. I was like, how the hell does that even work? So... He's in a different tuning. I'm in standard tuning. The bass player is half a step down. And I'm like, why are you half a step down? Well, that's just how I play. But you have to be in tune with everybody else. 
y'all can't just be on your own fucking tune. So he never, he wasn't, he was like that the whole show. The drummer, he was okay. He was decent for like a kindergartner. So <laughs> it was, the whole show was bad. You can actually find our um, open mic show on YouTube. It's really, 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 really fucking brutal. Me looking back at it, it was just like, why did I even join this band? I, I thought of that when I was playing. Why am I in this band? This band is really shitty. We just... Anyways, so our set ended. We go outside and we start talking. And I told them, hey, you know what? I think I'm just going to go solo. And they're like, what? What do you mean you're going to go solo? Yeah, this is just not for me. Oh, okay. Well, all right then. Well, we wish you the best of luck. Sorry. So I was like, okay, good. Thank God. You know, I don't have to play with these people anymore. So about a month later, a friend of mine calls me and says, hey, you need to look at the news right now. Why? Well, so-and-so and so-and-so are on the news. I'm like, shut the fuck up. No, they're not. So I'm looking. I don't see anything. And then I go on Facebook, and I see him, his girlfriend, the drummer, on Facebook. on channel, I think it was like ABC or Channel 11. I forgot. NBC, something shit like that. So I'm like, oh, shit, what the hell happened? So I'm looking, and I start reading the article well, they had got arrested, and long story short, they had a, the lead singer and the quote-unquote manager, which was his girlfriend, but they ended up breaking up, so, you know, she was still managing the band, and it was also weird, too, because his girlfriend was living there while his ex is there, and then they had brought, like, some random girl in there to live with them. It was, it was fucking weird. It was a weird-ass fucking people. So, anyways, back to the story. Yeah, those three had gotten arrested. And it was because somebody had reported that the child was living in an unsustainable, I guess, uh, environment, which is true. And so a CPS worker went to go investigate it. So she knocks on the door and she tells them, hey, I'm here to investigate y'all. I'm not here to take away your child. I just need to investigate you and the mother. So I need you to take the baby and to send it to either your mother's house or somebody that you um, trust while I investigate y'all. Well, they didn't like that. So from what I remember, I think they hit her on the head, knocked her out and locked the door behind her. They put her in a chair, tied her hands, tied her whole body around the chair, and she regained conscious, and they had, like, a knife in her face. So I think they were going to kill her, or they were just, like, trying to scare the shit out of her. Well, apparently it worked. So she ended up trying, she ended up getting her phone, and... Had, uh, I guess she had a 911 as the as speed on speed dial. So she called, but the phone um, had fell. So the cops were hearing everything. As soon as they heard what was going on, they got there immediately. Like within five minutes. 
They bust down the door, take those three in handcuffs, and they're walking her out. Walking them out and the lady, you know, they're checking on her. All the while, the lead singer's girlfriend is just sitting on the couch watching everything happen. And me, I'm like, why didn't they take her? She's a part of whatever was going on. She's there. She's a witness. No. They left her there, sitting there on the couch, while they took those three into custody. And I'm like, what the fuck? You know, I wouldn't have thought that people, like, they would do something like that. Because they seemed kind of, they seemed normal. I mean, they were weird, but they were, you know, normal people. Taking care of their kid, you know. Trying to make ends meet and shit like that. But I never thought they would do something like that. Anyway, so they end up going to jail. Their bond was like $10,000 a piece or some shit like that. The um, the ex-girlfriend ended up getting out. I don't know about the other two. They're probably out by now. It's been about eight years, something like that. So they're probably out by now. So um, the next story... I want to talk about is um, the first girlfriend I ever had. And um, it was really weird how it happened because I still don't even know how it happened. Anyways, so it was my junior year in high school. And I had this friend of mine who I liked at the time, but... She was dating somebody. I don't remember. Anyway, so she had this friend. And we were commenting on something on her Facebook or MySpace. Yeah, it was that long ago. And um, I had said something. So I started talking to her and we became friends. And then after a while, um, I think it was like six months. We were friends and then I had asked her out. And I was like, hey, do you want to go out with me? Or do you want to, you know, be my girlfriend or whatever? Because that's what you, you say as a kid. You don't say, hey, I want to get to know you, you know. Let me take you out. Let me get, you know. So she was like, yeah. So me being a kid and me being stupid, I guess, in love, quote, unquote, in love. I was like, yeah, this is my girlfriend, you know, this and that. This is my first girlfriend ever. I'm so excited. She ended up dumping me like four days later. And her excuse was, well, she was talk, but she was with her ex and talking to me. She was talking to this one guy who was in an all boys school in Ohio, and like she was like really into him because he would go on the top of the roof of the school and he would call her and they would just daydream and talk and. Shit like that. So she ended up breaking up with me for this guy. And I'm like, you know, as a, as, as a kid and as your first girlfriend, you're like, oh, you know, I'm really sad. It wasn't till like a couple years later, I started thinking about what the fuck that was. That, that shit couldn't have been real. That must have been some kind of fucking fabricated lie or some shit like that. And. I was like, God, I can't believe I fell for that. And I was even more stupid because after we broke up, we became like we were friends again. And she wanted to hang out. She's like, well, we never really got to go on our first date. So let's hang out. 
was like, okay, whatever, cool, you know, I, I guess I can hang out with you because she had promised me something. I'm not going to talk about it, but you can kind of put two and two together. So we go, I meet up at, Mil- we meet up at Willowbrook Mall and I'm waiting for her in the Ford, in the food court. Oh, I don't know why I'm so, ugh. so we meet up in the for- food court and I'm like, who are these two other people with her? One was her best friend, and another one was an ex, an old ex of hers that she stayed friends with. And I'm like, oh, this is the kind of shit we're into now, huh? This is this is how it's going to be. I should have known she was fucking weird because she was wearing, like, this weird dress that you see at, like, Spencer's or Hot Topic where it's, like, very gothy. And she wore, like, the gloves and the and the boots. And I was like, oh, this, I wanted, what did I get myself into? Thank God I'm not really actually with you. And she had, like, a weird hump on her back. And that just even, that just, like, I was like, no. No, 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 no. Thank God I'm not interested in you anymore. So we go and we hang out. And she was like, hey, do you want to, you know... Go somewhere so we can... I was like, oh, no, I'm good. She was like, you sure? Yeah, I'm 100% positive. I'm not going to... No, I don't want to do that. So that was like the first and the last time I had ever met her. I had seen her again, I think, three more times since then, throughout the years. One time was with a friend of mine. We had went to Willowbrook Mall again, and she was at GameStop. I was like, hey, you know, what's up? How have you been? You know, what's new? She didn't really talk. And then, like, some random guy came out of nowhere, and he, she, like, ran and hugged him and, like, stayed hugging him for, like, 10 seconds. And I was like, bitch, you could have just said that you didn't want to talk to me. Whatever. So I left. I seen her again at, I think, like, Hot Topic a couple years later. I was just like, I don't know who the fuck this bitch is. So fuck this and then I had seen her on Facebook and she's got a kid she's married shit like that I'm like who the fuck wants to marry you you humpback bitch fucking liar sorry I'm still kind of mad about that but I, I dodged that bullet so yeah my first girlfriend was a humpback goth <laughs> thank god I never never went any farther than just four days I was stupid to do that. Anyways, now, her friend that I talked about, I ended up becoming really good friends with her. And her name was Melina. Yeah, I'm going to say her fucking name. Her name was Melina Chavez. I don't think her name is Chavez now. But, yeah, her name was Melina Chavez. And she used to go to Side Creek. And I had met her on MySpace... I think like my sophomore year. So I was kind of familiar with her already. And then she had transferred to Cy Ridge, I think like our junior year. So I had saw her like the last day of school and we talked. And she was kind of cute. Oh, she was cute for what I thought was cute. You know, she um, was kind of like a punk rocker-ish kind of chick at the time she had like a leather jacket and 
she had her hair all frayed. You know, it was it was like the mid two thousands, like two thousand ten, like two thousand nine, two thousand ten. Actually, no, 2008, 2009. You know, to, between 2008 and 2010. That was like when the scene was like big, scene kids. I don't want to remember that. Some of you might be some ex-scene kids, and some of you need to stay that way. <laughs> you do not want to bring that shit back. Anyways, so we started talking, and then she was like, well, here, just you know, talk to me during the summer. So I was like, okay, yeah, I'll talk to you during the summer. So we talked and we talked. She ended up getting a boyfriend. And I was like, okay, cool. Well, you know, whatever. I'm still, we're still friends. You know, there's nothing that's going to like happen between us anyways. So, you know, whatever. So when I saw her the first day of my senior year, she had totally like changed her style. She ended up trading in her leather jacket for a Abercrombie and Fitch hoodie which at that time, Abercrombie and Fitch was really big. And so everybody was getting a piece of, you know, of that shit, a shirt, a jacket, pants, whatever the fuck, you know, Abercrombie and Fitch and Hollister and all that shit. So, yeah, she had got a Hollister or Abercrombie hood, Fitch jacket, whatever, you know, and she had totally changed her hair. She did her makeup like a certain way she was wearing really tight pants and she was wearing like those house shoes you see everybody wear like I don't know if you've been to Walmart but like they're like those tan brown like house shoes you see well she wore those and I was like so you went from punk punky to preppy I was like what I was like whatever you know I didn't think about it so we became really close and she was like, well, you're my best friend. I was like, well, you're my best friend, too. So she would tell me about, you know, what's going on with her fiancé because he proposed to her within, like, four months of them being together. But they had known each other for a while. But, yeah, he had proposed to her, and she was like, oh, I'm getting married, this and this and that. And I was like, oh, okay, you know, whatever. You're still, I guess you're still my friend. Anyways, so she would always tell me about the shit that they're going through, their arguments, this and this and that. And for some reason, he would get jealous of me. And I'm like, why are you getting jealous, dude? I'm just your girl, your fiance's friend. Well, I think he kind of hinted at like, no, nah, this is something more. So he had one of his friends because this dude was in Gyro TC. So he had one of his friends, his little buddies that was still there. Come up and tell me, hey, you you need to quit that shit with her because it's not going to end well for you. And I'm like, what the fuck? Why is this dude threatening me through somebody else? So I had told him, tell him to come down here then. Shit, he wants to act like that? All right, come on. You're going to fucking threaten me? Nah, dude, you ain't going to do shit. So anyways, I told her and she was like, oh my God, I can't believe you did that. Blah, 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 blah. So... I was like, you know, hey, what what the fuck are you going to do? She was like, well, I'm going to have to talk to him because he shouldn't be threatening my friends like that. You're my best friend. And if I have to choose him or you, I'm going to choose you because, you know, you've been there for me throughout this time and this and that. And I'm like, dude, it's only been, it hasn't even been that long. 
you know, I've known you for like two years, but you barely have been with this guy and you're whatever. It was just really fucking weird, stupid. Anyways, so they ended up breaking up. Oh, they didn't break up. No, I'm getting ahead of myself. They ended up having like a rough patch and like she started hanging out with me more. So she would walk with me during class, you know, during school. I would eat meet with up with her for lunch and, you know, we would text and shit like that. Anyway, she started coming on to me. She started kissing my neck and she started holding my hand. And I was like, what the fuck's going on? And I'm like, aren't you with somebody? And she didn't really say anything. So I'm like, oh, wow, you're cheating on this dude with me. At the time, I didn't think anything of it because I was like, oh, shit. You know, I have somebody paying attention to me. But thinking about it now, it's like, wow, I was I was in the wrong. I was I should not had myself in that situation. Anyways. Um, yeah, so they ended up breaking up and she ended up crying to me. I did the stupidest thing and I was like, OK, well, since, you know, your boyfriend or your fiance, y'all not together. Do you want to like start a relationship with me? And she's like, well, I can think about it. And I didn't. It phased, it didn't phase me because I was like, okay, well, you know, she's, I guess she's going to get a rebound. I'm her rebound. And again, looking back at it, I was like, oh my God, this chick was a fucking hoe. No sympathy whatsoever. What happened? Your quote unquote fiance, you were going to get married to her and all this shit. Y'all break up, and then, like, you bounce back with your best friend, like, not even three hours later? Fucking weird. So, she ended up like, yeah, let's just give it a week, and we'll just see how it goes. And ask me again, and uh, I'll let you know. So, a week goes by, and we started hanging out more. And she starts, like, holding my hand more. She started kissing my neck, and she started kissing me, and, like, I was like, oh, okay. All right, yeah, this is this is what's up. So I asked her again, and she was. I was like, "Do you want to be my girlfriend?" She's like, "Yes." I was like, "Okay, cool. Well, let's go out on a date." She was like, "Okay. Well, what do you want to do?" I was like, "We can go to the mall, maybe to the movies." And she was like, "Oh, I want to go see the Harry Potter movie. I think it was like the seventh movie or some shit like that." I don't watch Harry Potter. I'm not really into Harry Potter, so yeah. Uh, she liked that. I was like, whatever, you want to go see it? That's cool. So we go to the mall and like we're walking around because that's what you do when you ain't got no money. You walk around and shit like that. And she's like, um, let's go to the movies. So I think her, f- who, who dropped us off? I think my parents had dropped us off. And, um, they were like, okay, well, here's some money for you. And I was like, okay. And I think her parents had given her money or something like that. So we go and we're walking to the movies and she's like, I don't have my money. I was like, oh shit. I was like, I can't pay for both of our tickets because they were like $10, $12. So she's bummed out. And I'm like, well, fuck, what are we going to do? And then she was like, well, I'm on my... I'm on my, my time. I was like, your time? And she ended up telling me she was on her, her period. And I'm like, oh, what 
the hell? What am I supposed to do? I don't I don't know what to do. I know you need like pads and stuff. Do you use pads? Do you, I, I don't know. She was like, well, we need to go buy some. So if anybody's been to the AMC over there by Willowbrook, we went from there to Costco. That was like a far ass walk. And I was like, we're not going to find tampons at Costco. So we're looking and she's like bummed out, but she's also like getting really, really mad at me. And I'm like, what the fuck are you getting mad at me for? I'm not the one that's on a period. I'm not the one that left my money somewhere. So she's bummed out. I'm like, what the hell am I supposed to do? How am I going to save this? So we end up going to Wendy's and we're eating and this and that. And I had noticed that my parents had called me. I had my phone on silent, you know, because we were going to movies. I didn't think really that. You know, I didn't want anything to disturb me. So they end up calling my dad. I was like, hey, I've been trying to call you. You forgot, your girlfriend forgot her money in the car. And I was like, okay. Yeah, just meet me here at Wendy's, please. So we end up meeting at Wendy's. And she was like, oh, my money. And I was like, yeah, your money was on the seat. You should have kept that in your pocket. So we end up going. We watched the movie. I didn't really pay attention to it. I was falling asleep because... It's fucking boring to me. Harry Potter is really boring. So we end up cuddling and just holding hands. You know, the lovey-dovey bullshit that you do. So the movie ends. And, like, I had a Letterman jacket because I was in um, Ola in, in high school. So I had already got my Letterman jacket. So I was like, here, you can wear it because, you know, that's what you do in high school. You give your girlfriend your Letterman jacket. And, like... Her mom ended up picking her up, and her mom gave me, like, the nastiest fucking look ever. And I'm like, the fuck did I do to you? And I told her, I was like, why is your mom looking at me like that? She's like, oh, she always looks at people like that. Like, that with that stinky-ass face? And she was like, yeah, just don't worry about it. I've already told her about you, and I think she didn't like the idea of her being with me because she liked the other guy. But I'm like, you're going to have to deal with it, Grandma. <laughs> So, some time passes, whatever that. We're in school, and, like, I started noticing that she's stopped, like, hanging out with me. This was, like, two weeks later. She stopped, like, hanging out with me and stopped holding my hand. And I was like, okay, that's weird. Why are you doing this? And um, before that happened, she she would write me little notes during class. And she would tell me, you know, oh, I miss you. I love you, blah, 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 blah. And then she started writing like, you know, you're you're the kind of guy I want, but you don't look like the guy I want. You know, the guy uh, I want needs to have gauges and snake bites and do his hair really emo-y and like all these favorite bands. So me being stupid, I was like, okay, yeah, sure. I mean, I can change myself for you, whatever. So I started doing that. And then while I'm doing that, you know, she stops, like, talking to me. And I'm like, okay, that's weird. And then, like, she had texted me. She was like, oh, one of my exes had messaged me again. And we started talking. I was like, oh, okay, well, it's probably one of her, you know, their exes, but they're friends. So I didn't think anything of it. So, like, the next day, she, like, completely ignores me. And I'm like, what's going on? And, like... It's like typical in those high school movies where it's like one girl and then three others behind her and they're doing the, you know. 
And I'm like, what's going on? So she like runs into the, like the fucking bathroom and her friend's like, she doesn't want to see you. And I'm like, what the hell did I do? You know? So, you know, school keeps going, whatever. I think it was like my fifth period, some shit like that. She had ended up breaking up with me and like I was devastated because I was like, oh, fuck. I actually cried in class. That was not one of my best moments at all. I cried in class. And like looking back at it, that was really, 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 really embarrassing for me to do. To show my emotion in front of people after a girl broke up with me. Which, I mean, I've seen it before happen when I was in school. But, like, for me to do it, it was like, you know, at the time I was, like, in love with her. I thought she was the one. Which I've said that a lot. So, clearly she wasn't the one. So, um, time passes. She ended up dating her best friend. Because they were both in JROTC. And I was like... What the fuck? That's weird. Why would you date your other best friend? And I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, she did that with me. That was fucking weird. So they end up breaking up. Then they get ba- they got back together again. Then she ended up getting back with her ex that she had talked to the day before she broke up with me. And I'm like, damn, you're just fucking around, aren't you? And um, so prom season comes around, and I'm like, hey, do you want to go to prom with me? And she was like, well, yeah, because so-and-so says he can't go. The Jero to see ball, the mili- whatever whatever the fucking ball was called, was at the same time as prom. I'm like, okay, well, just go with me. Can you Do you want to go with me to prom? Yeah, I'll go with you to prom. So I'm like fucking excited because I had asked a lot of people and they all turned me down. So I was like, well, fuck yeah, I'm going to just go back with my ex. Fuck this shit, you know. And I was like scheming of a plan to like get her back with me and this and this and that. Well... At the time, during prom, she was talking about her ex or talking about some guy. And I was like, fuck, she's like clearly saying this out loud because she does not want to get back together with me. The The prom situation, that, that story is really fucking horrible, too, which, you know what, since I'm already talking about it, I might as well talk about it. So we ended up meeting up at this one girl's house. It was me, my date, that girl, her date. And two of her girlfriends, they were both going as, you know, each other's date. Because they didn't find a dude to go with. So, we end up going to the Rose Garden over there in the the museum district. We ended up, oh, it was under, like, construction. So, we're like, oh, where are we going to take pictures now? So, there was, like, this gazebo. We ended up taking pictures there. That was cool. At that time, she kept bitching and complaining my feet hurt. My feet hurt. I was like, why didn't you wear flats? Why are you wearing high heels? Everybody else brought their flats. Well, I didn't think about it. I was like, okay, whatever. They're like, oh, where are we going to go eat? I was like, well, let's go to Cheddar's. Well, Cheddar's was like 30, 40 minutes wait. I didn't think anything of it. And I was like, let's just go somewhere else. And they're like, what? Well, we could have waited. I was like, fuck that. Why are we going to wait for 30, 40 minutes? To sit down, and then we got to wait there for like 20, 15 minutes just to get a menu. Fuck that. It's prom season. Everybody's probably there. So we ended up going to like this obscure wing place that also served Cajun food. So I was like, fuck it. It's wings. 
So I ended up like getting like a bunch of wings and we're eating it. I think I have a picture up on my Facebook still of that of that time. So I was like, all right, let's go. Let's go to prom. Um, so we go. We're like late. We're like the last two hours of prom. We both go in and she like ditches me. And I'm like, where the fuck is my date? So I end up seeing her. I'm like, hey, do you want to go and dance? She was like, oh, leave me alone. I was like, what? What do you mean? She's like, I'm spending time with my friends because I might never, ever see them again after I get shipped out. Side story. She was going to the National Guard or some shit like that. So she was going to be working with computers, which the bitch didn't even do well with computers because we were in a computer class and she didn't know shit. So that's a fucking lie. And anyways, so I was like, whatever. I was bummed because I was like, fuck, man, you know, none of my... My date doesn't want to dance with me. Everybody's got a date they're dancing with. All my friends are over there. So I end up sitting in the corner by myself. Luckily, one of the girls I was cool with saw me. And she sat there with me for like 20 minutes and kept me company, which was really nice of her. You know, I, I appreciate her doing that. And she was like, hey, do you want to go dance with me? I was like, are you sure? You're here with a date, aren't you? He's, he's, he's like, yeah, he doesn't mind. He's with his friends. You know, I don't want you sitting here by yourself, you know, alone. I was like, okay, yeah, sure. So I ended up having a good time. And then she ended up on the dance floor. And, and you know, we didn't take any prom pictures, which I kind of regret. Because I was like, well, at least I would have taken a picture at prom. But already that fucking moment was horrible. Already that, that day was shitty. Anyways, prom ends. I had a good time, I guess, towards the end. So she was like, well, my cousin's picking me up. I was like, you don't want to go with us bowling? No. I was like, okay. So this guy ends up picking her up. He's in a Dodge Charger. And I was like, okay, that's her cousin, whatever. They drive off. So I think it was, no, Snapchat wasn't even invented yet. (laughs) It wasn't even Instagram. I don't think it was Instagram either. I think it was Facebook. So, you know, I'm going through her Facebook and I'm like, you know, hoping she's like, oh, I'm at home because she didn't text me. So I'm message, hey, are you at home already? She didn't say anything. So with the rest of the group, we ended up going bowling. But everyone was just like tired. They're like, no, I got to, you know, I got to go over here. I got to go do this. I got to go do that. So I was like, OK, well, hey, can you drop me off at home? So the the, the other dude was like, yeah, sure. So he dropped me off and he seemed pretty cool. But I had. I had tried adding him on Facebook. He never added me back, but I was like, well, whatever. So anyways, when I get home, I'm laying down. She ended up putting a post saying, oh, with babe. And I look, and it's the dude she calls her cousin. I'm like, why did you have to lie to me? What the fuck? And I was just like, fuck this bitch. You know what? Fuck it. I'm never going to like be cool with her ever again. Fuck this. this. I don't even know this girl anymore. So she ended up, she did not end up graduating. So I was like, Haha, loser. I ended up graduating, thank God. So she ended up staying behind. And she ended up going to an alternative school, I guess, to hurry up so she can graduate and shit like that. Long story short, she ended up meeting a guy there. They dated for like three weeks. He proposed to her. Now they got like two kids. They're 
somewhere. She's like fucking... Re- I don't know what she's doing now. I have no intention of like talking to her, meeting her. And I fucked up because I ended up talking to this one girl. Just like, you know, we were cool. as friends, whatever. Well, her and that girl Melina were best friends. So they still had some kind of contact. And I was like, oh, fuck. Now this girl... Shit. I was like, now this girl's going to tell her and she's going to want to talk to me because she had tried talking to me throughout the years already after I graduated. And I was like, I don't want no part of you. Please leave me the fuck alone. You ruined my senior year pretty much. So please stay the fuck away. You know, so that's that. I'm I'm glad I dodged that bullet because that was just it's very stupid of me, but I guess that shows when you're in love, I guess in, when you're a kid and you do stupid shit. I did stupid shit. There's more stories like that, but I'll talk about them later. Anyways, I hope everyone's still here listening because um I know it can get kind of long. It's already been like almost an hour, but I hope everyone's like interested in these stories because they're true. I mean, I'm not making them up. They're they're real stories that have happened to me. You know, um, what else? Oh yeah, I didn't I didn't even talk about the time where she um, like I was saying, she was messaging me, trying to like talk to me. She had sent me one message. Was like, I miss my best friend. Um, you know, please talk to me again. I eh, no, don't want to talk to you. Leave me alone. So then she messages me like a year later and she was like, are we, do we, we, we used to be best friends. And I was like, why are you acting stupid? She's like, well, I saw a picture of you and somebody said we were best friends. And I'm like, why are you acting stupid? She ended up saying that she had, um, it's not short amnesia or something like that. She had some kind of amnesia. And it's hard to believe her because she was a fucking liar. She lied about a lot of things. So I'm like, you don't have amnesia. So I went along with it. She was like, I was like, do you remember this one time, this and that? I don't remember. I don't remember. And I'm like, okay. I'm like, well, what happened? How did you get this amnesia? So she tells me, she's like, yeah, you know, my boyfriend and this and this and that. I'm like, why are you messaging me while you got a boyfriend? Leave me the fuck alone. You know, but I didn't say that. So, you know, I'm playing along with this game. So I end up telling her, hey, do you remember the the time we had sex? You know, you were my first. And she was like, I don't remember that. And I was like, yeah. So I started, like, describing it, even though it didn't happen. I started describing it. And I was like, yeah, you don't remember this? You don't remember that? Within, like, five seconds, her boyfriend was, hey, bro, why are you telling her that? And I'm like, who are you? Oh, I'm her boyfriend. I was like, well, you do know your girlfriend's a fucking liar, right? Because if she has amnesia, she wouldn't have remembered that, which she did. She knew that that wasn't true, that we didn't have sex. So I was like, dude, you need to keep your girl in check, and you need to keep your girl away from me because I do not want to deal with that crazy bitch, okay? Hey, man, don't call my girlfriend a bitch. I was like, block. Don't fucking message me, dude. Stupid-ass motherfucker. She tried again couple years ago while I was in a relationship and she was like I know we've been through things and I want to apologize I just miss you you know you were my best friend I was like block 
like, dude, I don't want your apology. I don't need your apology. You know, you lied to me. You did all this shit to me. You put me through this kind of prom hell. I mean, it wasn't like hell, but it was hell to me. You know, you make me feel one way and then tell me another. And I'm like, dude, I don't want nothing to do with you. So please just stay away from me. Just, you know, leave me alone. It's like for me personally, if you do something to me, you know, okay, I'll let it slide. You know, it's one time. Did you keep doing it again? It's like, okay, you know, whatever, forgive and forget. But if you keep on after I keep, you know, then after a while I get sick of it and I get tired of it. And I said, you know what? Fuck you. Leave me alone. I don't know you. Get the fuck away from my face. You know, because it's like, you know, fool me once, shame on me. Or shame on you. Yeah. Fool me twice, shame on me. You know, well, you fool me again. Well, fuck you. Leave me alone. You about to get blocked. I don't know you. You know, so that's that's just me. You know, I don't I don't like people doing shit to me, doing shit like that to me because, you know, I'm a good person. And it's like, I don't deserve shit like that, you know. I'm I'm friendly to people, and um, you know I I want to help others. I put myself out there for people. So if you take advantage of that, and I start noticing it, then you're pretty much dead to me. Um, that actually happened to a person at my job that I was friends with, but that's another story for another time. So those are the four stories that I have for today. Um, if you want to hear more stories like this, let me know and, um, I'll dedicate an episode like this, you know, and tell more stories about shit that I've gone through and stuff like that, because it's, it's really interesting, you know, um, for me personally, looking back at it while I'm older, it's like, damn, why the fuck did that happen to me? Why did I let that happen? Why did I put myself in that situation? You know, it's just. It's crazy, and I, you know, and me talking about it and putting it out there, it's not like closure, but it's like, hey, you know, I want people to get to know me because one of the people that was giving me suggestions was telling me that, you know, like they were saying, oh, your episodes are too long. I'm like, okay, well, you know, I want them to be long because it's the stuff that I'm talking about. Well, they're not really getting to know you. They're getting to know what you like, but they're not really getting to know you personally. So I was like, you know what? Okay, I'll shorten the episode and I'll make it about stuff that's happened to me. You know, just for people to get to know me. Because a lot of people don't really know me. But, you know, they know me, but they don't know me personally. They, you know, they know me as the person that they hang out with or the person they go to the bar with or the person that goes to the Halloween parties and shit like that. They know that, but they don't know me personally. I've let, you know, personal things in my life slip in here and there in the conversations. But, you know, I try to keep to myself because in the past, whenever I put myself out there, like I was saying before, people take advantage of me or people use that against me. So I've learned to keep shit to myself and to kind of put up a wall, you know, and I keep that wall up there until I'm comfortable with you and then then I let it down but I still keep it halfway just you know 
if I have to put it back up, it's up. But I've learned to do that. You know, uh, recently I've been, I guess, a little open, I guess. But I kind of need to put up that wall again because, you know, when you get older, it's it's kind of hard to trust people now because of shit that's going on. So that's that's a little inside of uh, not inside, but a little tidbit of me, you know. But yeah, I really hope that y'all enjoyed the stories that I talked about today. Um, like I said, if you want to hear more stuff like this, let me know. Let me know in the comments or message me and say, hey, I listened to your episode. I like what you did. You know, it was something different. I want to hear more stories about it because, you know, I, I'm, I'm open to, like I said, you know, little things in here that could change the 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 podcast or stuff you want to hear differently because I know people want to hear, you know, what I comic books and stuff like that. But if you want to hear something different, but you want to hear more about me, you know, I'm just tell me because I'll, I'll tell them, you know, I'll tell my stories if people want to hear them. So, um, with that, I will close out today's episode, but before I close, I want to, like I said before, I want to thank everybody that has been participating and listening to my shows. I know they're really long, and I know I can mumble or jumble my words, and I can do this, and I can say that, and you know, I repeat myself, but like I said, this is something new that I'm doing. I'm getting more comfortable with it. You know, my words might slip in here. I might do this and that. I might pause. I might say, um, and like, because that apparently gets on people's nerves. You know, it's it's just me working out my kinks because I'm not going to get better overnight, you know. So it's just keep on keeping on and keep doing this. And, you know, hopefully I'll get better, which I feel like I'm getting better now. But hopefully I get better in time with more episodes and more stuff like that, you know, and hopefully I find more fans and more people that will listen to me and listen to what I have to say. But yeah, with that, um, I just want to wish everybody a good week, good weekend. Um, Hopefully everybody goes out and supports the Astros and, you know, don't, don't let this 0-2 lead, you know, bring you down and make it, you know, make you sad. We will come back. It might be hard. It's an uphill battle, but we can do it. If we did it with the Dodgers, we did it with, you know, last year, we didn't make it, but, you know, we we fought the Red Sox as hard as we could, you know, and then we beat the Rays and we beat the Yankees this year. We can do it. We're, we're, we're Texas tough. We're Houston strong, you know, and just have faith about the team. Don't give any negativity. Don't, Say, well, next year, don't do that shit, dude. We're better than that. We are better fans. Just have faith in the team. Support them. Like I said, positive vibes and positive thoughts. That's all you got to do. You know, you can also apply that to the rest of your day. Positive vibes, positive thoughts. You know, it makes your day go a lot smoother and it makes it go faster. So, as I say that. Thank you for tuning in to Inside the North Side. Um, 
I hope to hear from you, and I hope that y'all tune in to next Thursday's episode, the Halloween episode. I'm really excited for it. As I always say at the end, God bless and peace. Peace.